0: Just a quick trip to Pluto and back. And what did we learn along the way? Well, that an EV can take on the world, like the Nissan LEAF. It can move racing forward and take your breath away, like the all-new Nissan Aria. We learned to make EVs that electrify. 8 billion miles driven by LEAF owners globally since 2010. Aria not yet available for purchase. Expected availability late fall. Subject to change.
3: This one's going out to all the ladies.
4: You can basically talk to your doctor in all Foreigner songs. Oh, God. So you can go to the doctor and be like, I'm hot-blooded. And they'll check, check it and see. I got a fever of 103, 103. But I'm cold as ice. Oh, my God. I'm willing to <laughs> sacrifice my paycheck. And it's urgent, urgent, emergency. <laughs> Oh See? my God! Every foreigner song was like foretelling the coronavirus.
1: So what you're saying is, foreigner knew what was happening. Foreigner the whole fucking time. knew, and
4: they didn't warn us.
1: Well, no, they did, but like not good enough. <laughs> like clearly, we didn't understand in the '80s what all of these songs meant. Exactly. I mean, if they
4: if they did all these songs one after another, but then they put like Jukebox Hero in, so like
1: it kind of fucked up th- the message. Yeah, it threw everybody off because yeah. like, oh, but Jukebox Hero, that's I got stars, but also, I got stars in my eyes yeah. because I have the coronavirus.
4: Corona
1: hero. Got, got stars. Stuff
4: in his eyes? Just I don't, don't know. Right? Because you
1: get crying in your eyes, right? Because <laughs> you're really sick. You got them flu eyes. I'm going to say it, and y'all are going to say, girl, why'd you say that? I haven't been severely sick since I was a child. Honestly, me too. So I don't remember what it's like to be super, super duper sick. And you know what? Now we're going to get super duper sick. No, I'm
4: going to get shit for this. But guess what, guys? I've never gotten a flu shot.
1: Oh, never. I mean, I get the flu shot, but that's for herd immunity. But like, okay, sure. But like, I don't really get it. No, no. Herd immunity is real. So like you could actually carry it, but not end up getting it. Okay. But like then if you are carrying it and then you get around somebody with immunodeficiency or like an old person... You could end up giving it to them even though you never actually develop any of the symptoms, but you can still be a carrier. So
4: I can be a typhoid Mary, is what yeah. you're saying.
1: Yeah, I, I think I just persuaded you to never get a flu shot. Yeah. Yeah, you did. That was not how <laughs> I expected that to go. I kind of like the idea of being what, a
4: typhoid Mary. What I really
1: like is like, you're not even an anti vaxxer. You just don't get the flu no, shot. I just
4: don't get the flu shot. I'm huh. sorry, guys. I, I'm not going to get the flu shot.
1: I. Right. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I got it that one weekend from Monica's birthday. <laughs> that one weekend. That w- I, <laughs> I was real fucking drunk, you guys. leg day. <laughs> and then got a flu shot.
4: And then we went oh, and broke well, shit. Oh, no. That's your... that. But breaking was, shit was really fun. Breaking
1: shit was fun. Guys, but if I you also have access a to a rage room, fucking do it. It's so good. It's better than therapy. And pay the extra $10 to break the TV. It's really or worth it. Or even bring your own TV. They'll probably let you break it. They really will. They're great. Find
4: yourself a rage room, guys. Rage rooms are fucking fantastic. Take it from
1: us. Welcome to Rock Candy, <laughs> where we rage all the time. We're just Bulls Up Parade! <laughs> yes. Your weekly podcast bringing you sweet treats from the world of music and stories and tales and sometimes lovable playlists. Yeah, like and also. Week. Bits of foreigner songs. Yeah, mostly we're just gonna sing foreigner songs. So. Yeah, yeah. And you much. just need to be okay with that. Yeah. I mean, who isn't though? Because you know what? I wanna know what love is. I want you to blow me. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's really what he wants. Yeah. I'm Sure, those are the original lyrics. <laughs> but then he's probably like, I can't say that, guys. I can't play the song on the radio if I say that. So, guess we gotta change it. <laughs> yeah. But also, like, respect. I ain't gonna kink shame nobody. No. But that's not what we're here to talk about. No. We're continuing women's, celebrating Women's History Month mm-hmm. by making our own little playlist because why the fuck not?
4: No, we need songs for these dark times. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, we do. Especially ladies. It, guys, it's still hard out here for a bitch. <laughs> it hasn't stopped in the week that's passed. Turns out, still hard out here for a bitch. It
4: really is. Lily is, Allen
1: knew what she was fucking talking about. It is hard out here for everyone, but it is definitely still hard out here for a bitch. We just have a bunch of men running for president now again. Old white men. Old white men running for president again. and You don't want to spread the corona. Yeah. For posterity's sake, someday we'll look back on this episode and like, this is happening during peak- I don't even know if this is peak corona- Maybe this is the beginning of peak corona. We don't know. I
4: suppose this is peak
1: corona for the United States. Oh, d- don't say. It could get worse. Ew. It got worse in one day. Today got worse. I just. None of our bars are going to be open anymore. They're guys. not. Guys. I'm really a fucking set. <laughs> like
4: For fuck's sake. What are we
1: going to do? I don't know.
4: How am I going to socialize? Like, I can't just be on Facebook all the time. Oh, fuck Fuck Facebook. Facebook. Like, I've
1: been trying to get off that shit.
4: I know. So we need to find, we need to be creative and find new ways of socializing. Yes.
1: But until then, currently, we can give you some sweet jams, at least for the ladies. Yeah. To empower yourselves, maybe to get you through a sickness, maybe to stop you so you don't get sick. And I all- mean, this is not FDA approved, though, so please <laughs> don't think that we're going to stop the coronavirus. We're not. This is homeopathic at best. At best. At best. I wouldn't even call it homeopathic. <laughs> um, Placebo at worst.
4: <laughs> at worst? Yes. Yes.
1: Yes, at worst. Yeah, at worst. I would placebo. say placebo. So. But let's talk about this uh, beer. Because we don't have bars anymore. <laughs> yeah, since we don't have bars, so whatever. So let's talk about this beer that we got, because we drink in... A tasty little lady. It's actually, it's really fucking delicious for once. Guys, we have a really good beer this week. It's from Artisanal Beer Works. I believe it's pronounced artist-anal. Artisanal. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It is Artisanal. And it's called She's Tart. Because she, she is Tart. This, this girl is Tart AF. Yeah. She's like, badass. It's, and it is a delightful sour ale. And honestly, so Artisanal Beer Brew Works is local to us. Yes. In Saratoga? I believe they're in Glens Falls. Wow. I, I didn't even realize they were that far up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they're a great local brewery. They usually make some real good stuff. Even their IPAs are pretty decent. Oh, no, you're right. It's Saratoga. Ha-ha. I was
4: oh, wrong. It's all right.
1: You're allowed, but or only once. Just one. once. Everybody, Everybody gets, gets one. one. This is, yeah, it's a lovely sour. It's nice and simple, but really delicious. Get it if you find it nearby you. If you don't, I mean, come visit us in New York. Maybe we'll, like, <laughs> just buy a bunch for you so we can support I mean, local businesses. Yeah,
4: because I feel really bad. All of our local bars and our haunts are closing down. They're only available for growlers and crawlers and cans and whatnot. And grub hubs. in the grub hubs.
1: So you can still support so. your local stuff, guys. But, I mean, as far as restaurants. please do, because the
4: people that are getting hit the fucking hardest right now because of this COVID-19 bullshit are the restaurants and bars yep. and their employees work really hard they rely on their paychecks most of them are living paycheck to paycheck seriously they don't have health care and they don't have paid time off so they're getting fucked hard yeah so if you're going to support anybody through this support them yes yeah, they're a small
1: business deserve it seriously like fuck amazon don't be using amazon during this shit Go down to the street. I also don't even know. stop
4: buying all the fucking toilet paper. You don't
1: need that much
4: toilet guys,
1: paper. Guys, guys, corona does not cause <laughs> explosive <laughs> diarrhea. You
4: really it really doesn't. What the it. fuck? You only need a
1: normal amount of toilet paper. It's going to be fine. Yeah, like honestly, if it's flu like, you're not even going to eat that much, so you probably no. will poop less. Yeah. What the fuck? You
4: don't need this much toilet paper. Also, if the apocalypse did come, Toilet paper is not going to be currency. No, anything but toilet paper is going to be currency.
1: But toilet paper.
4: But toilet paper. <laughs> oh, all
1: right. I think that signals we need to yeah. skip. Yep, on and with that's it. where we need to get out with it. Thanks for hanging tight for these past ten minutes with our bullshit. Let's get into our shit. So, yes, this week we're doing a playlist episode. Ashley and I have come together with at least five of. These solid jams that Mm -hmm. I feel we both agree are, you know what? I hear it and I'm like, fuck yeah. I'm a fucking woman. And I look fantastic. I look great. I am tough as fuck, like the shit that I've been through, and I'm still here, bitch. I am still here. Yeah.
4: But also, better than ever. I have feelings and that's okay. And that's fine. (laughs) No, the fact that I have feelings makes me even better. Yes. Yeah. Well, so I'm a
1: badass bitch. I'm a badass bitch. I have feelings and I can do whatever I want. So go fuck yourself. Yeah. I think mainly the, the theme of this will just be go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself.
4: And um, on that sentiment. Yeah. Let's get into the first one. Yeah. Which yeah, is yeah. my pick. My first pick is Ain't Nothing But a She Thing by salt and Pepper. Hell yeah. Pay less
0: than a man when I'm doing the same damn thing. Then I'm a bitch. Yeah. When I got attitude, you call me a witch. Oh. Treat me like a sex subject. Underestimate the mind. Oh, yeah, you, you. a fool. Weak cause sex. you're right. That's the joke. Don't. Have you never been in labor? I don't think so, no. I'm a genuine feminine female thing. Can you hang? Ain't nothing but she thang. sheep thing, It's all in me. I could be anything that I want to be. Don't consider me a minority Open your eyes and maybe you'll
1: see Yeah. <laughs> Salt's a hot cop. She's a hot cop. She's a hot cop.
4: <laughs> Salt and Peppa knew firsthand what it's like to be women driving full force into a world dominated by men. So who else would we turn to for our
1: first pick? Honestly, you're right. I'm right. And we've talked about them before. We'll talk about them again.
4: Another Nothing but a She Thing was released in October 1995 on a compilation album of the same name. Hmm. The album itself included... A strange mix of big name female musicians of the nineties, okay, including Sinead O'Connor, who okay. did a traditional Irish song sung in Irish, okay, Annie Lennox, okay. Queen Latifah, okay, and Luscious Jackson, who also did a strange song, all in French. It was this weird dude. This weird sounds like a playlist that we made. Probably yeah. did we make this playlist? We might have. Okay. When we were a hot 11 years old. <laughs> Ew, I don't
1: think we were hot at 11. But I don't think any kid is hot at 11. I
4: didn't mean hot in that Don't touch sense. kids. Don't touch children.
1: <laughs> just, I like being able <laughs> to get a chance to just remind the folks at home. Like, just don't touch children. Stop
4: touching yeah. kids. Yeah. The album itself is truly something to behold and could dominate anything else we have on our list. But the title song is a feminist anthem no matter how you slice it. Mm-hmm. Written by Cheryl James, "The Salt of Salt and Peppa," hot cop, hot cop <laughs> in the video. <laughs> A feminist anthem is truly what she wanted this to be, as mentioned in our episode about the group. Salt ended up truly hating their single "None of Your Business." Oh, yeah, she I forgot hated- about that. Yeah, she fucking hated it. She I totally really- forgot about that, and she won't perform it anymore. She has yep. Peppa perform it by herself. Yep, I d- yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Most of us these days would see none of your business as a sex-positive feminist anthem in its own right, but Salt saw it as promoting promiscuity. Oh no! So she wrote "Ain't Nothing But a She Thing" to basically scrub the dirt of none of your business off her off of her hands. <clears throat>
1: Would you get it? No, she's doing that because she got real see.
4: Oh, yeah. That's the only reason why she because doesn't like None of Your Business. None
1: of Your Business is totally innocuous.
4: It's completely sex positive.
1: Yeah. Like, that's like, exactly you what women fuck should some- hear. If
4: you want to meet somebody at the bar and fuck them at your house, fine. Consent. Like, Go for honestly,
1: it. number one rule consent. Yeah. And that song 100% promotes consent. Yeah. Like, we are two consenting adults who would like to have sex now. <laughs> Thank bye. you. Bye. That's. Yeah.
4: Yeah. That's. And
1: that's fine. That's I mean, totally fine. Not that I'm saying like ain't nothing but a she thing is a fucking jam too. Yeah, it is. Totally here for Both it. of
4: them are. Yeah. I put them on the same fucking list. Mm-hmm. But I guess ain't nothing but a she thing is more like, but be proud of yourself as who you are. Yeah. It's not just about sex. Right. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. The entire concept was hers. She wanted everyone to know that women can do anything men can do and deserve equal pay, equal rights, and respect for it. Yeah. And she wasn't afraid to comment out for the gaslighting bullshit either.
1: Yeah. And you can even watch the music video and see that they're doing things like firefighting. It's a pretty literal
4: interpretation of
1: the song. There were astronauts before. I think women were even astronauts at this point. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I think women were astronauts back then. It's just that they weren't actually allowed to go into space or something. I don't know. Because, like, what are they going to do when they're on their periods? <laughs> Don't you remember that? Yes. What is that? I mean, that do was only like, what, four years ago, and men were like, what do women do like, when they're on their periods? And, and then they were like, <laughs> but how many, like,
4: pads do you need? Like, a thousand? <laughs>
1: do you need, like. <laughs> do you they need literally did that? did that.
4: Tampa. We don't know. It's like, come
1: on. Meanwhile, it's- every woman over here is like, I never fucking ask to bleed <laughs> once a month, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, if the women really wanted, they could just get some form of birth control that could stop them from having their periods. They could. Like, I don't know how that would
4: affect them in a zero gravity kind of situation, but I mean, still. I can't imagine it would be that different
1: than a I don't know. regular gravity situation. <laughs> Am I being a gravityist by saying regular Honestly, gravity? I might have a better time with it if I were in a zero gravity situation. Right? Well, I mean, let just keep it all in there. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know about that. No. Just keep it all in there.
4: I'm, I'm not going to get into details. We should just move on to guys, the Guys, science.
1: <laughs> that's, that's the cutest move the fuck on. Every man listening to us has just squirmed in his seat a little bit. Oh, God. Women bleed once Ooh. a month. Oh, no. Yeah, guys, we don't like it either. Guess what? But you know what? We poop also. So, you know, we do things. You guys are like, we poop too. I can relate to them. I also poop. We just don't take like 45 minutes to do it like you guys do. Like I'm just, you get it done. Get in, get out. That's how you get hemorrhoids, guys. (laughs) I think. Is that how you get hemorrhoids? You get hemorrhoids by pushing too hard. Oh. (laughs) never mind then these guys don't have hemorrhoids i have got to keep going uh, to my first pick then okay wow we've been drinking before we start recording guys in case you couldn't tell can we title this episode hemorrhoids exclamation point <laughs> we'll either get all the listeners or none of the listeners brought to you by preparation h oh thanks pep h <laughs> so my first pick is is another classic. Indeed. That I think everyone knows. It's The Runaways' Cherry Bomb! Yeah. It's a good one, though. It's a, okay, the song, solid as fuck, but the more you dig into The Runaways, I'm like, holy shit. Oh, this is loaded. Yeah. Well. Cherry bomb. Yeah. It makes sense. (laughs) For those not in the know, The Runaways were a highly influential 70s rock band, comprising of all females. Mm -hmm. It's where musicians Joan Jett and Lita Ford got their start. They paved the way for other females like the Go-Go's, L seven whole so many other girl groups basically basically in, like, like the
4: Slits yeah. and every punk rock uh, female band that you can think of was probably influenced by the Runaways. Yeah, despite the fact that they were pretty much put together like a girl band. Yeah, they, they were still had a pretty influence. Joan
1: Jet and Ken Morris or something. I yeah, I name. can't remember his. I name. didn't really like, care too much remember his name because that dude. Is gross. <laughs> also, stay tuned for next week. Hint, wink, hint, wink, hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Little, little, little. People. Well, little, little tasters, little tasters. Little tasties. Cherry Bomb is one of the first hit singles for these ladies. Coming in hot with an aggressive riff and growling vocals that stopped listeners in their tracks. This was something people really hadn't heard yet. Also... Like, not in the mainstream, anyway.
4: Also, they were sexy teenagers, so...
1: Yeah! yeah. Do you remember how I said problematic? Yeah! <laughs> That's one of them. <laughs> like, legit. Many may not realize that this tune is being sung by a 16-year-old Cherry Curry, yep. whose looks and voice may seem beyond her age, but also played to that jailbait look to garner attention from the rock-loving masses. Yep. Because... That was exactly what they wanted. They wanted this chick wearing a corset singing, I'm your cherry bomb.
4: Yeah, if anything, uh, the Runaways, I guess you
1: could say, were really exploited. Oh, yeah. That's probably playing it down a bit. And even in their later adult years, it's interesting to see how a lot of mm-hmm. them very opposedly oh, yeah. handle what had happened to oh, them. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. It was Kim Fowley was their manager. Runaway's ah, manager, okay. Kim Fowley, wanted to shock the world with this group of underage girls with a devil-may-care attitude and music to piss your parents off with. The song Cherry Bomb was written with this in mind, but probably never would have happened if Cherry picked... Is it Sherry? It's Sherry. I keep calling her Cherry. It's Sherry. It's Sherry, but it's spelled like, like Cherry. cherry. <laughs> and that's why I keep fucking yeah. it up. Also, we're talking about Cherry Bomb. Yeah. Excuse me, it's Sherry Curry. But this probably never would have happened if Sherry picked a different song to audition with. Because hmm. she came in with um, Susie Quattro's version of Fever, but the band didn't know how to play it. So instead, which I thought this was a weird decision, they decided to take some time to write up an original song instead. Okay. But all right, it ended up working because they ended up with the song. A cherry bomb is usually known as a small explosive that kids used to play with. But in this context, it's meant to represent a girl who was looking to cause a lot of trouble getting her parents all angry with promiscuity and mm. bad behavior. Because she's, so, she's your cherry she's bomb. She's so bad. She's so bad. She wears short skirts oh and corsets. God. But also she is 16. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys, she was definitely very underage. Quite underage. Like, a lot of their story comes from an arguably problematic place. And Kim Fowley is definitely not a good guy in this situation. No. There are accusations of rape and sexual abuse towards the women in this. I'm sorry. At the time, teenage girls in this group. God, he's like almost an even worse Lou Pearlman. You know, I am coming. This, I shouldn't drink this much before the episode because (laughs) I really like this song and I am kind of making myself not like this song. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the connotations right. kind of like bring all it down right. a little bit. But okay. Okay. if you Hold remove take it. Take this song. Take this song. Take everything I just said. Put it in a box. Put it on the shelf. Take okay. it to the shit store. Sell it. Just get your it. shit together so just it's get all Get your here. shit together so it's all together and get rid of it. But as a woman in her mid-30s, if I hear <laughs> this song and I don't know the background to it, I just think like, yeah, I'm a fucking, I'm a badass. If this like, came on when I was heavily buzzed at a bar... I'd be like, yeah, "Yeah, fucking this song. Yeah, like, I'm hot. I'm here to cause a fucking ruckus. I don't care what you fucking think. I'm a fucking cherry bomb. Yeah. So here's the thing. If you have, like, a woman of a consenting age singing this song, Great. I think this is wonderful. wonderful. <laughs> if you are 21 or whatever and singing this song at karaoke night. 18 and older, fucking you read. fucking go for it. Yeah. But, like, if you're under 18, like, I really need you to know the story about The Runaways. Because yeah. it's got some issues. Yeah. Sorry, now I went into a mini Runaways episode <laughs> and I mostly just got really angry. But, like, that's the thing, too, being a woman is just, like, it's really easy to just, like, hairpin trigger us, yeah. guys. It's yeah. really easy.
4: And it's also kind of infuriating the kind of stories you get behind all of these really um, girl power songs. Yeah,
1: I will say, and though, bringing it back to some girl power, Joan Jett did help Kim write this song. Mm -hmm. And she even stated that this was the first song that she wrote that wasn't for herself. She wrote it for Sherry. But I mean, like, overall forget everything I just said and enjoy this song because it is is—it's a good song. It's on like, it my bad a really bitch good playlist. Song. It's a great song to drive to and like put your fucking as windows long as down.
4: As long as you're age appropriate. If you're age appropriate, you can listen to this song.
1: <laughs> Do
4: you want to go on to the next Please. one? Please.
1: <laughs> Please. Okay,
4: so my next pick actually is a pretty fitting follow-up to that. Oh, God. um, It's L7's Masses Are Asses. Yeah. This is a really good song to scream in the car when you're really fucking
1: pissed <laughs> oh off. Oh my god, I can just picture like yeah. someone cutting you off and you're just putting this <sighs> on. Like, the masses are <laughs> asses!
4: They are
1: asses! So this song
4: doesn't have a specifically feminist message to it, but it does have one that many women feel probably every day of their lives. People are fucking stupid.
1: People are fucking stupid.
4: I feel like... Hold oh,
1: women- on. Right now, Oh, people, people are fucking stupid stupid (laughs) (laughs) toilet paper toilet paper (laughs) just that alone (laughs) but anyway i
4: feel like i feel like women feel this on a much deeper and much more frequent level than men do and what better way to let your frustrations out than by screaming the masses are asses along with l7 Mm -hmm. a little bit of back history on l7 they're an all-female band from la that formed in 1985 by danita sparks and Susie gardner After bringing in Jennifer Finch on bass and Dee Plackis on drums, the band played their own feminist-infused punk around L.A. They signed on with Sub Pop in 1989, which is how Kurt Cobain became a a huge fan of theirs. Oh, yeah, yeah. These ladies were pretty much out there on their own in the 90s. They weren't accepted into the male-dominated punk scene, and they didn't fit into Seattle grunge scene despite their connections to it. And they weren't part of the Riot Girl movement either.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like they were an inspiration to the Riot Girl movement, but they never played a part in it. They
4: were contemporaries. Yeah. And they were friends with some of them, but they were never really part of it. Right. They weren't in that Olympia,
1: Seattle scene. They were kind of always doing their own thing. Yeah. Which is great. Good for them. Yeah.
4: They had their own agenda, which included being unabashedly outspoken. Pro-choice and proactive, and they weren't afraid to start a fight with challengers. Nice. The band had a big hand in organizing Rock for Choice, a pro-choice women's rights group and music festival that raised money for legal fees incurred by
1: anti-abortion violence
4: and women's clinic bombings.
1: Oh. So, you mean the people who are like, pro-life, but also I'm going to kill people because you're killing yeah, babies. Yeah, like, I'm going
4: to bomb this Planned Parenthood because I think that you're performing abortions, which you probably aren't. But I'm going to bomb all these women trying to go and get fucking basic medical care. Good job. Yeah, good job, guys. Good job,
1: guys. That's real pro life Yeah.
4: L7 continued to tour throughout 2001, never wavering from their punk rock roots and causing a ruckus everywhere they went. Noise. All of their albums are bangers, infusing punk grittiness with feminism and wit that remains unmatched today. Yeah. And there are plenty of um, (laughs) stories about L7 that are fucking fantastic. Like, uh, Danita at the Reading Festival after Rain, like, made their. made, like, a mud pit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the audience, and, like, they weren't allowed to do a sound check, so they had. All these fucking problems during their set, and people got restless and started slinging mud at them. Danita oh, just yeah. ripped out her tampon and flung it in the audience. I do
1: remember the story. It was like, suck on that, fuckers, and like walked up the stage. Um, They also made. Good thing she wasn't in space. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> it just would have floated. Just would have floated. She would
4: have flung it and it just would have stayed there. Tampon and zero gravity.
1: <laughs> It's Fun. the name of my next album, Tampon <laughs> and, and Zero, zero gravity. gravity.
4: Use tampon in Zero Woof. Gravity. Um They were all they also made a guest appearance in a fucking fantastic movie called Serial Mom. That is a John Waters movie. Oh
1: yeah. Um never seen it.
4: The serial mom is played by Kathleen Turner. She's a serial killer, but she is also a like very stereotypical fifties
1: mom. Oh,
4: her children are a very young Ricky Lake and a baby Matthew Lillard. Oh, And she just kind of like wreaks havoc killing people. It's, that sounds like a John Waters film. Oh yeah. It's very John Waters and wonderful. And <laughs> they are a fake band. They perform a song called Gas Chamber mm-hmm. in the movie and John Waters made special leggings for them that had like Camel toe, oh my god! Pronounced camel toe on their pussies, and like
1: somebody they gets have to stuff their pussies for that camel toe. to yeah. be Yeah, and somebody
4: like gets sent on fire on stage, and Danita just takes a mouthful of alcohol and blows it on him. It is fantastic. Oh my god! If you haven't seen Serial Mom, you have to see it for
1: the L seven scene alone. But it's being good things to do. I'll go on to my second pick. All right, which. God, maybe I'll also get problematic with this. Who fucking knows? <laughs> but my pick is a song called I Do by Cardi B Ooh. featuring Sizza. I
0: look fine, and my tricks fine. No wonder wonder I do whatever I like I do. I do. What I like I do, I do. I do I do. I do I do. What I like I do, I do, I do. What I think is bad bitches, it's a gift from God. from God. I think you broke clothes, need to get a job. Get a job. Now I'm a boss, I run my own name on the check. Pussy so good, I said my own name during sex. I might snack a bitch, cause I felt like
1: it. That's a great song. Right? Yes, I like Cardi B. Fight me. <laughs> I also used to love Nicki Minaj. This all like checks. Yeah. This all works. This works for you. Except I have this sing because I like to sing along to these songs, but I can't say the N word. Like, I just can't. No, no, that's not allowed for us. So instead I say neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm left and there on the land because I felt like it. And like, I feel like that's kind of polite. Like, oh, they're my neighbor.
4: <laughs> Won't you be my neighbor? Won't you be
1: my neighbor? Like, sure. you know, I'm trying to turn that negative word into positive. Okay. We're like, this is the best thing. And like, what's more whiter than being I like, was just going to say, that is also the whitest thing you could, you could possibly do. do. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Let's just own it. I'm very white. And I will not say the N-word, even in a rap. So no. I'm like, neighbor. <laughs> <"Neighbor's nice." laughs> it's a nice word. Very sweet. I might be turning into the cereal mom. <laughs> it's fine. And also, like... But here's the thing, and here's where I'm going to stop being a serial mom, because let's just be honest that that one line is, like, gives me fucking life every time. Pussy's so good, I say my (laughs) own name during sex. And I heard that, and I was like, yep. Yep. And, like, this was, like, right after my divorce, and I, like, was feeling my oats again, and I was like, yeah.
4: You are like, Tinder's a thing.
1: Tinder's a thing? Pussy's so good, I do say my own name (laughs) during sex, so... Boys, look out.
4: Get ready. <laughs> and if you
1: were to ever see my old Tinder profile, you'd be like, oh, this girl. Who the fuck is this girl? I've seen it. You made it. I made it. <laughs> I was too drunk to do my own Tinder profile. So I was like, can you I do like, this for me? Like, that's
4: not even a joke. Like, I did. But it
1: genuinely happened like a year ago. Hey, it got you some dick. That means a lot of dick. And I'm in a good place now, yeah. so... <laughs> You know what? This all worked out for the best. You got recurring dick now. I have recurring dick now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Chronic dick. Chronic dick. Oh my God, I love it. Chronic dick. And again, all the men listeners are like, I don't care about <laughs> any of this. They're just talking Too about bad. tampons and dicks. And yet, True- still, tampons we have in space. <laughs> and then damn ponds in damn space, ponds in space. <laughs> and yet still somehow our demographic is higher with males yep i don't know i don't know i don't know so <laughs> all right get back to the song cardi b does have her own fair share of controversy Oh, she sure does she sure like she's got some shit that i'm like i don't know how i feel about this yeah but she herself has never claimed to be perfect and has owned up to all of her own imperfections. Like she doesn't run around and say like, I'm this perfect person or whatever. She's pretty much said that what she's done, that isn't great. She did because she felt she needed to, to survive. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, she grew up lower income and had some unsavory jobs Mm -hmm. and did some unsavory things to get through those jobs. I am not at all saying they're okay. I'm just saying, There were reasons, I guess. Maybe they're not great and there's no excuse. But
4: sometimes people feel like they have no other choice. Yeah,
1: you do. that's how
4: they feel. (laughs) But yeah. yeah. I mean, sometimes I'm not going to blame them for that. Right.
1: But taking that aside, you can't discount all the ways in which she has worked hard to get where she is now. Like, girl has busted her ass. Yeah. And she did it quickly. In 2018, she was the first solo woman to win Grammy Award for Best Rap Album. Yeah. The first woman and on
4: her own
1: and, to win that.
4: And think about how many solo female rappers have come
1: before her. Yeah. That's bullshit. I mean, like that like if that like gives you any idea what the fucking mountain that women have yeah. to climb is in, in the music industry. Yeah, uh, there you go. There you go. Look, you're not gonna have to wait too long to hear one of her hits on the radio once you turn it onto some pop station or a rap and R and B channel. She's gonna be playing. She's very popular. And this song in particular is a solid jam of victory and empowerment. She is joined with the amazing vocals of SZA. Like, God, SZA's wonderful. I honestly don't really know any SZA Just go on Spotify and just fucking go through, like, every one of her songs is a fucking hit. Yeah,
4: I've seen a lot of songs with... Feature her, but mm-hmm. I, I, this is not the music I normally listen to. That's okay. But if so. I was to
1: direct you to that music, I would just say, Go to yeah. Suza. You'd, you'd enjoy it for yeah. sure. And this song is completely autobiographical in nature. I do see Cardi B rapping about making it this far into her career, proving the naysayers wrong with lines like, My little 15 minutes lasting long as hell, and taking a hold of her sexuality in a really assertive yet positive way. Yeah. I mean, you know, she says shit like he's going to go swimming with his face. <laughs> yeah. Because he feels like a lake. He's going to go swimming with his face. Hilarious. It's like, that's fantastic. She's like, yeah. Like all these men who are constantly <laughs> rapping about these like strippers and bitches and hoes. <laughs> she comes in. She's stupid. like, that's cute. Why don't you get down there? Yeah. Get to fucking work. Shut the fuck up. Shut get your down. fucking mouth because you got to put that shit to use right now. <laughs> And, like, good for fucking her. I feel like not enough women are like, that's cute. You know how much I suck your dick, though? Like, yeah. maybe we could have a little, you know, Yeah, like quid pro quo here. <laughs> maybe. Oh, <Uh-ho. Uh-ho>, hello. <laughs> but overall, she's just proving that women can cha- take charge of their lives in all aspects. And this is from business, to their art that they produce, to the relationships in their lives. Mm-hmm. And critics have praised this song for being a triumphant note to end her debut LP with. She confidently displays her personality for all to see, but also leaves it so this can be an anthem for all women who are taking charge of their lives and feel the need to be a boss-ass bitch. Mm-hmm. I think this is a great song. Again, you just listen to it for yourself and you're like, yeah. Yeah, for the record, I'm a boss-ass bitch. Mm-hmm. I think bad bitches is a gift from God. I and agree. we are. That's it. That's it. There you go. So yeah. How about you, friendo?
4: Well, I'm going to continue the trend of female rappers Hell yeah. singing about their vaginas. Yes! <laughs> this is the vagina
1: section of the episode. It is.
4: Indeed, it is. So this is a song called My Vag yep.
1: by Aquafina. I'm not even beating around the bush. Speak five different languages.
0: Just told your veg bitch make me a sandwich. Yo, my veg feel like winning the lottery. Yo, shit got turned down from E
3: Harmony. My veg, one best veg. Yo, veg, one best supporting veg. Yeah. It's time
0: yeah. that we let the world know, Whoa. bitch. Your vagina's like Janine Reno. Aquafina's a genius, Whoa. and a vagina is 50 times better than a penis. It's time yeah. that we let the world know, <laughs> bitch. Your vagina's like Janine Reno. Aquafina's a genius, and a vagina is 50 times
1: better than a penis. Oh <laughs> my god! Did
4: I just blow your mind with that one?
1: That's the best song. That you have ever, ever heard. heard it's in so good. my life. <laughs> I feel like a new woman. <laughs> my God.
4: You have this new sense of like. Freshness to my vag. Yeah. And,
1: and vigor. Yeah. Yeah. Vaginal vigor. Vaginal vigor. Oh, I like that. That's good. Do you think iTunes will, will block the episode if I call it vaginal vigor? <laughs> God, I hope not. Right. Maybe
4: just vag vigor. Vag vigor. That sounds weird. Yeah. I want it. I love it. Love it. We'll figure figures it. better. We'll figure it out. Anyway. Really
1: rolls off the tongue.
4: So you might be thinking, wait a second, isn't this kind of a diss track? Kind of. In a way it is, but I would argue that it's also a self-love track. She goes back and forth stating a positive about her vagina and then a negative about quote your vagina. Yes. <laughs> The person she's dissing doesn't really exist, however. She does exist. And she's expressing how great her vagina, and by extension herself as a whole, is. So she's not hurting anyone with this song, but rather giving us
1: all a damn smooth beat to praise our vaginas with. You know what? Like, of course, women should always support other women. Yeah. Don't fucking be an asshole. But you know what? Sometimes. Sometimes. You're just going to have that person that just, it's not, like, somehow they wronged you, like, Uh wronged you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they're just, like, a a fucking asshole. And sometimes that person's a woman. Uh Uh-huh. And this is a perfect song for that woman where you're like, like, you're just a bad person. You're just a straight up fucking bitch. Yeah. And I can use this song because you're just not a good person. Yeah. Basically. And and this is the perfect song for that. I love this song. It's fucking amazing. The song is my new best friend. Yeah. And oh, I can't wait to fucking open all my windows and blast this in the summer and just stare vag. at people. Be like, but yo, Vag. But yo, Vag. You check that out lately?
4: Mm-hmm. Wow. And I feel like a lot of people know Aquafina these days more of, or more as an actress. Oh, see, I've
1: never heard of her.
4: Really? Yeah. She actually did a voice.
1: Aquafina.
4: She did a voice of one of the skeksis in the new Dark Crystal. Oh, I haven't watched
1: that yet. Yeah, and yeah. I think I would enjoy it.
4: You really gotta binge it and be fucking in it to win it for that. <laughs> like, okay, it's good, but it's deep. But anyway, Aquafina. Aqua. Aquafina. Aquafina was born Nora Lum in Stony Brook, Long Island, on June second, nineteen eighty eight. She started rapping when she was 13, writing her own music with the help of GarageBand. Hell yes. She what can't... is she, like
1: 23? No, she is... Mass that shit for me. She is 32.
4: Huh? Almost 32. All right. Never mind. She came up with the name Aquafina at age sixteen as a way to represent her alter ego. Mm. People would see her and assume she was quiet and unassuming teen because she's this little Asian girl. Yeah, I was
1: I was gonna say that.
4: But as soon as she opened her mouth, they would realize she's trashy and vulgar like the rest of us. Love her. Yes. So Aquafina and the super extra spelling, spelled A W K W A F I N A. Mm-hmm. Eventually became her stage name when she was in college. And where did she go to college? Where did she go to college? SUNY fucking Albany.
1: Toot toot. They don't have classes right now because coronavirus. <laughs> that is that
4: facts. That facts. is facts.
1: But also like, shit, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if she was there for that epic fountain day. She was. I'm pretty sure. My God. Yeah. That fountain day. Yikes. Yikes on bikes. She
4: even worked for the Times Union newspaper for a what? little while. She was an intern. Oh, shit. She, right. She's so, a local flavor. I read a story about how she was fired from an office job after her employers found out that she made this video for My Vag. Mm-hmm. Could have been from the Times Union.
1: It probably fucking was. Come on, Times Union.
4: Probably was, but I'm not entirely sure. Total Rumorage right now. So, I don't know. Hashtag rumage. Rumage? (laughs) Rumage. Rumorage. Eventually, Aquafina branched out into acting, becoming the first person of Asian descent to win a Golden Globe in any lead actress category ever. What did she win it for? I think it was called The Farewell. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've never seen it. I don't know. She's currently starring in a TV show called Nora from Queens, which I have seen previews for, and it actually looks really fucking funny. Okay. So I kind of really want to watch it. Okay. I'm excited for it. Also, fucking love Aquafina; She's fantastic.
1: Yeah. I feel like you've opened up a gateway to me.
4: Oh, you will fucking love this whole entire album. It's
1: fantastic. I'm going to fall down this rabbit hole. You are.
4: We're going to do that tonight when we're done. I'm ready to just let it go. There we go. Wash over you like a fever dream. Yeah.
1: Speaking of fever dreams and dirty females, let me go to my next pick. Okay. Which is, oh, Boys Want to Be Her by
0: Peaches. Oh, yeah.
1: I have a bit of an attachment to the song why is that because i used to play roller derby uh-huh and this song was featured oh. in the film whip it with oh. ellen page it was about bank track roller derby also this is v- a very roller derby this is song a very when i joined this was on the playlist let's be honest this is on every roller derby team's playlist um, if it's not are you really a
4: roller derby team
1: right There's a good reason that it is a bit of a roller derby anthem. Uh It's aggressively confident. With Peaches singing over deep driving chords, letting the listener know, she's not here for your bullshit, but you are certainly here for hers. But is it ACDC? Because it sounds like ACDC. So it's funny that you say that. Because she always had a desire to make her own girl anthem. Uh Uh-huh. You know, like... She was always a big fan of the Runaways and Bikini Kill. Uh-huh. So, of course, like both of these bands have amazing songs that right. like women can be like, yeah. So she's like, I need to join their ranks with a song of my own. So she makes boys want to be her. And in a 2011 interview, Peaches discusses creating this song, giving another strong voice to women and strong it is because she wanted to give in an AC/DC-esque hard rock sound. She specifically well, went in. She succeeded. It does kind of have a oi oi. Yeah, oy. it does. Oh, like it definitely. does like, she definitely I'm sure took influence from that. I and mean, but she and she credits them to it too. She's she wanted to go for an AC/DC sound. Uh-huh. So, if you hear that, yeah, she wants you to hear that. In the same interview, She expressed ire at the lack of women represented in the electronica genre. Because she kind of dances the line, right? Mm -hmm. You really can't categorize her music. It's electronica, but rock, and it's kind of got a touch of indie and total performance art thrown in there. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: You, You can't really put peaches in one category. Yeah. And her persona is just as fascinating. She's always played with gender identities, pushing the envelope as far as the roles men and women are expected to play. She tries to throw off toxic masculinity by being sexually aggressive and self-assured. And she takes the dominant role, despite her partner being male or female. If she's got a girl with her, she's like, I'm going to be the dominant one. If she's got a male with her, I'm going to be the dominant one. Like, I'm going to control the situation and you're going to be fine for it. You're going to be here for it. Mm -hmm. You know? And that's... Kind of her way of saying we need to knock down these fucking bullshit gender walls that have people have created. Right. In one of her albums, Fatherfucker, she's on the cover uh, uh, with yeah, Fatherfucker. Because she's like, why do we keep saying motherfucker? What about Fatherfucker? Mm. And then she like dons a beard on the front of it. It's <laughs> kind of just... hilarious. Yeah, she's just like <laughs> having fun playing with these gender roles because she's so sick of it. And this song is also supposed to help break down the gender expectations placed upon us. It's okay for boys to admire certain women and want to grow up to be like them. We fully condone girls to idolize men in that way, but still force boys into blue trucks because pink dresses will make them sissies. Tonka! You need a truck! Don't don't touch dolls! And then for a little girl, yeah, this little girl, she's gonna be tough because she plays with trucks. Like, you know, yeah, I, I, no, no. But it's not a right for boys to play with the dolls because then they'll be I sissies. Mean, even today, I see some of my mom friends who's like little boys had to come home from school crying because they painted their nails because they wanted to. And the kids made fun of them. Yeah. Stop fucking teaching your kid to be garbage. Yeah. Gender roles are stupid. Go fuck yourself. And it's fine that Target has a t- gender fucking neutral aisle. It doesn't fucking matter. Chill your tits coronavirus. Calm your your tits. We got to deal with coronavirus. Toilet paper. These are the same people freaking out about toilet paper. We all wipe
4: our asses the fucking same. With 48
1: rolls of toilet paper. (laughs) (laughs) So not only does this song empower women to be stronger, but you know what? Also men. To break down their own barriers and strengthen themselves with the confidence to be tough as a woman. No, Yeah. So this is a fucking badass song for ladies. Yeah good for her you know this is badass we've been talking for a long ass time and we should have done taking a break a (laughs) while ago we should have done taking a break yeah right now i gotta pee
4: yeah me too
1: maybe more beers okay we'll be right back and we're back hi look at us we're back ladies doing lady things space being, tampons. Being
4: fucking ladies and using our
1: space tampons. I mean, I kind of want to know what a space tampon would be, though. <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> Alright, so let's keep going with this list, because we are Dragon Ace. What do you got up for us? Oh, I have a real fucking oh. downer. Are you guys ready to sit your fucking asses down sit- and cry a little? Because sit
4: your fucking asses down, because this is Reasons I Drink by Alanis Morissette. Woof.
0: Now, even though- Nothing can give
3: Reprieve like they do Nothing can give A break for this soldier Like they do Here
0: we are I feel such so rapture And my comfort is so strong oh. Yep, no
1: Mm-mm. Yeah, you can, can pause
4: we can, we You can, can, can pause that off. now Because if I If I actually listen to it I will start crying Because I Ugly fucking cried mm. The first 500 times I listened to this song, oh. I will still ugly cry if I listen to this song
1: like real good because fuck, it's so honest. Yeah. And like, I didn't think Alana still had it. Girls still got Oh no. It. She's got journals and she's got oh. it. You would know that if you listen to her Alana's set <laughs> album. She has a lot of she journals, She has a guys. lot of journals. She dated Ryan Reynolds for a while. Oh,
4: and that if that doesn't make you write journals, I don't fucking know, know what, what will. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, if, yeah, if anything will make me ugly cry in my living room, it's fucking Alanis Morissette. God damn it. God damn it, Alanis. But like, holy shit, this is a heavy hitter. Not because it's got this huge story behind it, but because its lyrics literally punch me in the face every time I hear it. And I end up ugly crying. She's calling you out. Into my beer, in my living room, every single time I hear it. Mm -hmm. What strikes me so brilliantly about this song is how honest Alanis is in the lyrics. She so clearly lays down exactly how mentally incapacitating life can be and how sometimes we don't know how to deal with it. So we drink. Yeah. If that's all we have when we're going through some shit times, then that's all we have. Yep guess what we've gone through
1: some shit fucking time i mean honestly that when you lay it out just like that yeah i shit i mean in the past year how many times it's just been like you know what i don't know what else to do right now so i'm just gonna drink
4: exactly and how many times have i just come home from like a garbage day at work and was like i just fucking need a drink yeah or we've i've texted you and been like i need a fucking drink let's go out somewhere or i'm like are you home i need to drink yeah. right now They're like i've had a really awful day let's fucking go out and drink yeah and sometimes you realize maybe this is a problem <laughs> maybe we should maybe i've we got we one more do this
1: i've got one word for you where i realized that was a problem august
4: yeah And i was like
1: i need to fucking stop yep yeah. i calmed down we've calmed down
4: a we've little bit we've calmed
1: down a bit actually
4: I'm not getting drunk all the time.
1: I mean, yeah. that, if no, that's no. calming we have, down. We have calmed down a lot. Yeah.
4: In the last year or so, Alanis has become very outspoken about her struggle with postpartum depression mm-hmm. and how bad it was for her after her last child was born. She has apparently also had problems here and there with alcohol, describing it as a secondary addiction, oh. which I totally understand. Like, she can still function.
1: She doesn't need it. Yeah,
4: and, like, you're not going out and drinking every single
1: day. You're not going to work drunk.
4: Exactly. But you're still probably drinking too much for the doctor to be like, no, that's fine.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
4: (laughs) It's really, really easy to fall back on those secondary addictions when you're mentally exhausted and just need to relax and detach from the world. Mm -hmm. Alanis has always been relatable and emotionally raw in her music. And Reasons I Drink is probably one of the most relatable songs she's ever written. She might be living a completely different life than me right now, Mm -hmm. but in theory, we've grown up together in a way. And this song reminds me that we all go through the same bullshit. The only difference is that I have no money and she (laughs) pays someone to manage all of hers.
3: (laughs) But like,
4: (laughs) even, even the economic differences, like we're still going through the same bullshit. Exactly. I might not be going through depression because I have kids and that happens to me every time I have a kid. I'm still going through bullshit kind of on the same level. Yeah. You know, hers is bringing people into life. Mine is
1: because somebody left my life. Exactly. And I think the theme that we can take away from all these women's stories, no matter how problematic some of them might be, no matter how not necessarily uplifting they might be, is And I know in general human beings all go through bullshit, but women can all relate to this one aspect of we are put in this box and we are supposed to serve a purpose. Exactly. You and I get looked down upon because we don't have kids and we must be some assholes because we 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 don't want kids. And we do say fuck a lot. A lot of people don't like that we they say fuck really so really don't like it. No. I mean, like, you know what? strangers have told us how much they don't like us saying fuck. <laughs> but guess what? We're going to say it. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but I mean, I think sorry, every, sorry. <laughs> every woman that we're talking about and us and everyone we are talking to right now can all relate to the fact that, you know, you're looked down upon for not having kids. You're looked down upon for having kids. You're looked down upon for drinking too much. You're looked down upon for not drinking. It's like... There's no yeah. fucking happy medium. None. And I get it. Of course, men have their things too. But this isn't about you right now. This is about women. <laughs> this is about us. Yeah. And we are making strides. And we are <laughs> suffrage. We did it. We Some did it, Some high school boys might not realize that we've done it. But we have done it. <laughs> Women's suffrage it. happened. But we are still... Haven't had a female president. We still... We haven't even had a female vice president. And I mean, we still... Like, I can look at corporations and see how they are 90% white men in a lot of these things. And And there's still pay
4: gaps. There's still gender inequality for um, positions of power
1: in employment. And... I mean, Harvey Weinstein (laughs) just recently got sentenced. Don't... Get me started. I'm not getting started. Harvey fucking Weinstein. (laughs) But that's the but the point is like, yes, we are making strides, but it is still at a snail's pace. Exactly. We're in 2020. Shit should be equal. Literally
4: 80 years after we gained the right or no, 100 years. Sorry. Can't fucking do math. It's been 100 years since we
1: gained the right to vote. Yeah. And we still haven't had a female president. But at the end of the day. All women can relate to each other on a lot of these issues. Mm-hmm. You know, we still all have these things in condom- common. In condom, I fucking <laughs> hate my mouth. <laughs> I had this lovely thought, and in my mouth, it was such it. a
4: nice sentiment, In your mouth fucked it up.
1: That was fantastic. All right, uh so my pick for my next song. Let's just fucking keep going. Speaking of fuck, let's just keep All rolling. right, well fuck. My Garfield moment's over. Let's go. My next my pick. Mondays. Am I right? My pick is Bad Girls by MIA. That's- Look, I'm aware that I have brought this song up before in our M.I.A. episode, but it is a solid jam that goes mm. on every Bad Bitches playlist I make. Yes. All right. As it should. And it's should you want more history about the artist in question, you should go listen to our M.I.A. episode from last year. Yeah. It's a solid one. And I learned a lot about <laughs> we it. We both learned a lot. We learned things. I like episodes where we both learned things. Yeah. It makes me feel good. <laughs> and it actually brings me back to memories of... The summer I was driving around in my brother's Jeep and I took the top off and I'm like, well, now I have to listen to Bad Girls while I do this because. Is that a real story? Yeah. So my, my brother always drives Jeep Wranglers and he was away. Um, He was in Qatar for the Air Force and he had his Jeep home. And that was after I got in my big accident. So my car was totaled. And I never have a car right before I moved to Brooklyn. So I drove around <laughs> in his Jeep and this song had just come out and I'm like, well, I know what has to happen, and I kind of feel like a mess. This
4: all sounds fake, but also it's I not can picture it, it is
1: one hundred percent real. This is genuinely happened right before I got married and moved to Brooklyn. <laughs> this song exposes us closed-off Americans to some Middle Eastern Indian world beat sounds, yeah, in the sassiest of ways. Taking this style of music and mixing it with mid-tempo hip hop shouldn't work, but am I a? Makes it work, makes it flawless. She's a witch. She is a witch. The best a good witch. good witch. Oh my god, she could just take over Stevie Nicks, honestly. If they
4: could do a song together,
1: <sighs> don't Cream even. Cream a pant. Don't even tease it. <laughs> don't even. Don't even. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> In its lyrics, MAA explores women taking hold of their sexuality. Bad girls are the ones that do it well. And creates the image of this badass babe whose chains hit her chest when she bangs her hands on the dashboard. Because she's just fucking driving and not giving a shit. M.I.A. don't give a fuck about nobody. She
4: don't. And
1: nothing. And this image can seem very freeing to women, especially of Middle Eastern descent, who are taught to be obedient to their men and honestly still can't drive in some places. At this point, she used Saudi Arabian women and Mm -hmm. they weren't allowed to drive still in 2012 when this came out Mm -hmm. so yeah there you go yeah in the music video she took this as a chance to swap gender roles and have women drag racing in the middle of the desert while men looked on them and cheered yes this video was both commended and criticized for taking on women's rights in saudi arabia some people said it didn't go far enough because the women were still wearing hijabs and dressed like mm. that. And I'm like, <sighs> but we can get to that in the, our next pick when okay, you're done.
4: Okay. Okay. We'll get. To, uh, mm, mm. Continue with yours. Okay. Are you done though? No. I mean, whole,
1: okay. T- There's a whole sit, thing. Sit tight. This. Okay. Wow. This ties fucking together fucking perfectly. Ooh, it does. Ooh, ooh, how do we do house? this? We're just, it's like we've been doing this for over two years <laughs> or something. <Ooh. laughs> <laughs> Which, but like the criticism made me really angry because I'm like, it's never good enough, is it? It's never fucking good enough. Like Lily Allen never. does hard out here for a bitch, and, and everyone's it's like not good she's enough. a racist. Yeah, like Mia does bad girls. She's not good enough because she made those women stay covered. It's like you don't know what like they were like on set. You don't know if those women wanted to stay covered up. You don't know. Like Lily Allen said half those dance moves. She like relied on the dancers to come up with it. Like. I just fucking can't with here's the and you know what thing, you though. know what nope I'm gonna say something <laughs> yeah and maybe I'll get shit for this a lot of times it's uppity white girls who are having these complaints oh. yeah it is no it is throwing that out there fellow white girls it's it's I get like we need to think about other people of course we do but I'm not going to tell a person of color how to do her it's shit it's
4: fucking SJW white women with um pedestals basically with soap boxes that have a voice somehow through media that are saying shit like well it's regressive because these women are wearing hijabs no it's not a yeah. lot of muslim women want to wear their hijabs because it's representative of who they are yeah
1: but like you can and it's almost dis- dismissive of you can still be into your religion and still want yes. to celebrate certain aspects of it, but also be like, but women's rights, and I have a right to be able right. to fucking drive a car. And
4: also, why aren't you telling any basic white bitch who's wearing a cross necklace, oh, this is regressive because she's wearing a cross necklace? You don't say that, do no, you? No, you
1: don't. You don't fucking say is that. mainstream.
4: So shut the fuck up until you actually know what you're talking about. Yeah.
1: I'm over it. I am yep. so over it. And again- can women stop attacking women? That'd be great. But also, like,
4: going back to my badge. <laughs> like,
1: can we talk about my ba- my badge for a minute, though?
4: <laughs> like, in a way, you can say that, that that's a woman attacking another woman. Yeah, I get it. But you have to understand who Aquafina is as a comedian.
1: Um, See, that's the thing, is most people don't want to do their homework.
4: Yeah, right. And we get yelled right. at a lot
1: for not doing our homework. And I'm like, fuck you. But we, we do actually do all our of homework. our fucking homework
4: eat a dick yeah and we're not just flying off the handle with stupid opinions that are made because of you know random dumb dumb facts that we read off of some left-wing
1: facebook
4: facebook or media (laughs) page or whatever no we actually do our research and form our own opinions yeah
1: so you're also allowed to have (sighs) an opinion you are allowed allowed to have to have an opinion yeah and i don't think our opinions are hurtful either no I hope not, anyway. I mean, if they are and you have a valid argument, willing to discuss it. Then call us out on it, sure. But, like... Let's have a fucking civil discussion. Don't come out and be like, you're vulgar and you don't but research. Also, don't if that's all fucking... you're going to fucking come to us with, go fuck yourself. But also
4: don't tell us that we don't do our research on Warren Zivon when we do our fucking research on Warren
1: Zivon Or any of them. Or any of them. Maybe if you're going to come for us about talking heads, listen to the full fucking episode <laughs> before you fucking come for Or Jimi for Hendrix. Us. I am over it. You know what? Mm-hmm. Next motherfucker to call us out, I don't even give a shit anymore. I'm drunk and I'm angry. And it's international fucking women's month, so fuck off. Fight me.
4: Literally fucking fight me. So tell me what you <laughs> were gonna tell
1: me. So tell me about your next pick. Tell me about your next pick. <laughs> Seriously though, tell me about your next pick, because apparently but this is they tie actually, in.
4: This is a really good tie in because I picked hijabi by Mona Haydar. Alright, let's do it. Yeah. Let your hair look
0: nice. How long your hair is. You need to get your life. You only see your Oriental. You steady working that dental. You popping up at the lip and run your mouth like a treadmill. Not your exotic vacation. I'm bored with your fascination. I need that PayPal, PayPal, PayPal. If you want
4: education. All
0: around the world, love women every shade of.
4: I need to get into this. You really need to get into this. So her whole album is very female positive. She even has another song called Good Body. Talking about how everybody is a good body. Literally, everybody is a good body. I like that. She is so female positive. It's amazing.
1: It's just palpable. So good.
4: (laughs) You probably haven't heard of Mona Hadar before. Nope. And truth be told, I hadn't heard of her until very recently. But now is the time to educate yourself. And believe me, Mona Haydar has some lessons to give you. Yay, I like lessons. (laughs) Mona grew up in Flint, Michigan, her parents having immigrated from Syria in 1971. Shit. Being a person of color in America, Mona says she was always the little Arab girl in Michigan, but called the American when she would visit Syria. She (sighs) didn't really fit in anywhere, so she turned to music as a way to connect with people. She started performing spoken word poetry at age 14 at open mic events, eventually learning how to use storytelling as a way to express herself as a proud Muslim woman and resist white supremacy. Yeah. Her rap career was temporarily put on hold when a friend committed suicide in 2012, after which she retreated to a spiritual commune and then got her master's degree in Christian ethics. Whoa. Yeah. Girls educated. Huh. Interesting like choices, too, though. Christian ethics? Yeah. That's what I said. And then I looked a little further and I read an interview with her and she explained it a little more. So she got her master's in Christian ethics to understand more, basically, Christian imperialism in the Middle East. Oh, shit. And kind of to understand why the Middle East is the way it is now because of Christian imperialism.
1: Yeah. That uh, makes sense. I'm not going to go around and say I understand a whole bunch of it, but I understand enough of the politics to see where she's coming from on that angle. That makes a ton of sense.
4: It makes more sense to understand your culture from the aggressor's point of view. Yeah. And to understand what they were trying to do to your culture. To understand why the Middle East is the way it is now. Right. And any violence that erupts from it and the motives behind any kind of religious sect or group or any any group that has any kind of agenda right in the middle east especially in syria right now right she met her husband at this commune and after they left they set up a stand in cambridge massachusetts called talk to a muslim ah. Here, she offered a way for people who normally wouldn't talk to a Muslim a chance to do so and possibly change their outlook. Nice News to a lot of people, but most Muslims are not terrorists. Ugh, and Mona seriously. and her husband offered a friendly, loving way to show people exactly that. Good. This eventually turned into Mona's music career. She released her first album called Bar... I am not going to say this right. Barbecue. Barbican, (laughs) but Barbican, but Barbican, sure, in 2018, and filled it with socially aware tracks denouncing white supremacy and celebrating unity. Hijabi not only confirms a Muslim's right to wear her hijab, but shows that Muslim women celebrate wearing them. It's part of them, and ignorant white people need to stop asking dumb questions about it. It is an ignorant person's responsibility to educate themselves correctly about Islam. Yeah. Not Mona's responsibility. Yes. Yeah. But seriously. And and even in the first verse, she talks about people who come up to her and say, what does your hair look like under it? Isn't it hot? Doesn't it make you sweaty? Don't you not like it doesn't fucking matter.
1: You don't ask those questions. That's
4: fucking rude. You don't ask those questions.
1: You just see it. Somebody's wearing it. Let them fucking wear it. I feel really fortunate that I went to the high school I went to because I had I knew Muslim women. Yeah. I went to school with them. I was friends with them. Mm-hmm. And because I did that at a young age, it normalized it. Yeah. And I said, oh, okay, that's just what you do. That's fine. Yeah. Like, you're lucky if when you're younger, you get exposed to it because you don't really question it and you just grow up with it and you... See them as people and that's just how they celebrate their religion and that's just their culture. And you're not going to say you don't get to do that. You're just like, you're Muslim. That's how they do things. That's fine. Yeah. That's and just what they want. Also, wear. I don't think they're going to like do anything bad to me. Right. So. Honestly. Maybe I'm going to chill my fucking tits for a hot second.
4: <laughs> Honestly, when I was a kid, I still, I went to an extremely white school in an extremely small town. It was very isolated. We were pretty close to New York City. So right. that was kind of a plus. But also, like, she's right. It is your responsibility to educate yourself. Yeah. We have the internet now. Don't don't, but, like, and go I like on to, like, she... 4chan and shit no. and get that kind of misinformation. No. Be smart about it. But it also
1: sounds like she is open to having that discussion yes. and, ed- and helping you to be educated. Just
4: don't ask dumb
1: questions. Guys, stop being stupid. Right. Like let's just respect people. God fucking damn it. And
4: also listen to Mona Hadar because her entire album is full of positive messages, body positive, female positive, Muslim positive, everybody positive. Yay,
1: everybody positive. Everybody
4: positive. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> it's it's a really, really good album and she's very talented. Yeah. And the world is a better place because
1: she's in it. I like it, and I am going to jump the fuck on that. Yeah, for sure. And I guess have we come to the end of the road? It's been a journey. Appreciate you guys being here. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna close it up with a, I think a pretty solid. It's a closer. Yes, yeah, it is. Yeah. And if you don't know it now, you're gonna know it. It's Biff <laughs> naked. I love myself today.
0: Red truck, but you're out of luck this time Well, that's tough, cause I'm on fire Too hard to touch in the chat room Full of love on the line I'm Gonna step right up Just so shine my soul
1: Oldie but a goodie. I miss much music. (laughs) I miss Winamp. (laughs) Oh, really whips Llama's ass. I listen to this song a lot on my Winamp player. Same. I also used to watch Biff Naked videos a lot on much music when I had much music instead of MTV for a hot second. She was
4: like the masculine Betty Page of my dreams.
1: Yeah. She was Betty Page, but better. Yeah. She was better page. Better page. My... God. <laughs> Coincidence? Mm. I don't think so. I'm Mm-mm. dubious. Some of you may have not had the pleasure of listening to the stylings of one Beth Torbert, also known as Biff Naked. <laughs> Another Canadian gem. She's been around since the mid-90s and is still making music to this day. Really? Mm-hmm. Good for her. She's still, like, putting out some some little ditties here and there. Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm glad to hear. And actually... Shout out to our friends at Muses, the podcast, our sister podcast on the network. They interviewed her last year. Oh, really? So if you guys do like Biff Naked, please go check out Muses. They have an interview with her from last year. It's great. She seems like a wonderful, sweet, solid human being.
4: All of them.
1: Yeah, all of them. All three of them. Sweet, solid human beings. Canadian goddesses. (laughs) There we go. Yeah. Shout out to our Canadian goddesses. God, I wish I was Canadian. I feel like I'd be so much more more likable. (laughs) But Biff Naked has been a fighter for women's rights and very candid about her own struggles in life. From getting an abortion to her fight with breast cancer, there is no subject that she deems too taboo to discuss. Hmm. Yeah, she has been through some
4: shit. That Canadian universal health care coming through.
1: (laughs) But come through (laughs) Canadian Canadian health (laughs) care. I Love Myself Today is a jam off her fourth album, Purge, released in 2001. There really isn't much I could find about this song in particular, Mm -hmm. but I also don't think you really need to dig too deep to find any kind of meaning. No,
4: it's a perfect end cap. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all in
1: the song, I Love Myself Today.
4: That's pretty much all you need to know.
1: It's apparent that it's about her coming up from the ashes from some bullshit situation. I mean, likely a breakup, but... It still feels general enough to apply to almost any situation. Mm -hmm. Whether you finally got away from that person gaslighting you, an abusive relationship, that toxic, shitty friendship, or even your own self-deprecation, this song is the anthem you play when you finally feel that freedom. Like, I love myself, and I respect myself, Mm -hmm. and go fuck yourself. (laughs) I love myself, but go fuck yourself. Exactly. That's a good motto, right? It really is, though. Like, I want to make sure <laughs> this is on the front. I love oh, myself, and on but the back, fuck yourself. fuck yourself. <laughs> if you're not here for this, like, a I'm Peaches, not. E- if you're I- not here for this, I'm not either. So, yeah. fuck off. Well, no, I am here for my bullshit. So, you can either sit here and enjoy it with me, or you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. Cause, like, I got a lot to offer. And if you're not here for it, that's fine. Go do your yeah. own thing. And yeah, just love yourself, man. Uh huh. I think that's that's. That's kind of the perfect way to end this. Yeah. Go fucking love yourself. Also listen to some Biff Naked because like those tunes are solid. I'm going to say let's go listen
4: to all of the people on our list because I think we ran the fucking gamut. Yeah, we
1: really did, though. We tried everything from Hop. hop. (laughs) Is that a shortened version of hip hop? Maybe it's just hop.
4: It's just hop. I just like
1: to hop. (laughs) Yes. Hip hop to rock punk. I mean, electronica, everything. Yep. So, yeah. All races, all creeds. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. I mean, we got a little bit of everything in there for you. So, I mean, and we, we didn't even do that on purpose. Yeah. It just happened. It really just happened. <laughs> Why? Well, I, I was trying to run the gamut. You probably were too. I was a little bit, yeah. And then our gamuts ran even farther than we yeah. ever expected. And thank you all so much for listening to our bullshit playlist. <laughs> you can actually find it on our Spotify. We do have a Spotify, which. We have not publicized in a long fucking I time. All the fuck. I, I don't always even forget know how to sign on to it. So. I mean, <laughs> it, it, you just, can just on Spotify look for Rock Candy. You'll probably just find our podcast. So. But I mean, we also have an account called Rock Candy, and this is under Bad Bitches playlist. Actually, we did have Honorable Mentions. Uh, I had oh, yeah. Woman by Kesha.
4: I'm a motherfucking woman! I also had Gaslighter by
1: Dixie Chicks. Which just came out. It just is came out. It's solid. So good. It's very good. However, Ain't Nothing But A She Thing. Not on Spotify. Could not find it. Is it is not. It is very
4: hard to find, and I am sorry. However, you can find it on YouTube, and it's very good. It is. The video is great. It's great. Again,
1: Sexy Cop. Yeah. It's there. <laughs> <But> <laughs> yeah. So you need to know Sexy Cop. Sexy Cop. But if you guys are, if you guys like these tunes, you want to hear more of them, you can go search our Spotify and we have all of them there for you. Except for Sexy Cop. Except for Sexy Cop. (laughs) Sorry. Tried to do it. But thank you all so much for listening. Mm -hmm. We love you. We appreciate you. Couldn't do this without you. (laughs) (laughs) But if you are really digging what we are putting down, go visit our website, www.rockcaneypodcast.com. And over there, you can get more episodes, comment on them if you got something to say. And you could also email us if we got something wrong and you're like, hey, you got something wrong. Or if we had a question and you know how to answer it, please answer all of our questions. We have them and we really appreciate it when you do answer them. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you can also follow our social medias there because we got the Facebook, the Twitters and the Instagrams and post things from time to time. We try. We try. We suck at it, but we try. I mean, you're gonna be working from home, so you might be better at it than I am. For the I'm next not
4: even week. working from home. I'm just staying home. Oh,
1: so you might be really good at social media for the next couple yeah. weeks. Yeah.
4: So please, fucking entertain me. Meanwhile, I
1: have to <laughs> for be the at work. love of God, entertain me. All right, you heard it here first, guys. Blow us up. <laughs> Ash is gonna be around. There is only so much yard work I can do and beers I can drink honestly yeah actually hitting her up when she's had a couple beers might even be fun oh it will be entertaining it'll be entertaining and also please hit up our network pantheon Podcasts. they are wonderful and lovely we really appreciate being a part of such a great group of human beings so please support everyone from muses with their interviews and make it stop who we've guested on and they've Mm -hmm. guested with us and rock and roll archaeology a rock and roll librarian. There's just a ton of stuff to Seriously, listen to.
4: Literally, from Kiss to Weezer, you can find anything. And I know we badmouth both of them.
1: <laughs> we have, but, but we... they they're still our friends. Honestly, they're, very they're lovely like, people. They are the loveliest fucking human beings. Seriously, <laughs> and I always feel really bad when I badmouth Kiss and Weezer because I'm like, oh, but they're our friends. <laughs> They get it though. They, they understand. They do. They, they get that we're just I'm sure there's a plenty elbow. of shit we love that they can't stand. I know so it's fine. They, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. They have more than every right to bad mouth shit we like. <laughs> they have carte blanche.
4: They really do. <laughs> and also, if you feel like giving us your money in these hard times. Oh my God. Because I'm sure you guys are rolling I'm in sure it. I'm sure you're fucking rolling in it and are just desperate to give it away. Oh, my God. You can go to our Patreon account. It's patreon.com slash rockcandypodcast, and you can give us your money, and we will give you stuff in return. You want it? We'll give it to you. It's going to be like coasters and buttons in a bonus episode every month, but that's what we're going
1: to give to you. So buttons. So buttons is what we're giving to you. You guys are going to get so many buttons. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be a good time. Yeah. So do all those things, because what else are you doing right now? Nothing. You're sitting at home because of coronavirus. So you might as well listen to us and get some buttons. (laughs) It'll be great for all of us. It will. It'll be a good time. And I guess we've pretty much given away next week's episode. But come by anyway. Hopefully we've tantalized you enough Mm. for it. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh.
4: Okay, bye. Yeah, yeah. Until then,
1: (laughs) party on, Ashley. Party on, Maggie. Party on your crazy kids out there sisters are doing it for For themselves
4: themselves. i started singing a different song i'm sorry it's
1: all right i mean we could also go urgent urgent sisters are doing it for themselves (laughs) urgent sisters urgent sisters my god guys coronavirus (laughs) this is what it does
2: Hey everybody, this is Brian Reesman, host of the podcast Side Jams, which is now a proud member of the Pantheon family of podcasts. I've been a freelance entertainment journalist for 25 years now, and I often end up in conversations that go off on tangents. Suddenly you're discussing someone's outside passion or hobby, something you didn't know about, and it leads into revelations about their character and about their life outside of their art. I've often had to cut those details out because a story had a strict word count or a specific focus, so here... The entire focus of the podcast is just on their side jam or side jams. For example, Allison Chan's frontman, William Duvall, spent some time talking to me about reading history, which led him into talking about his public school education and how it was so terrible in high school that he actually managed to get into a private school for free so his life could take a different course. In this series of podcasts, you're going to be hearing my interviews with musicians of all different backgrounds and genres, talking about everything from surfing to collecting antiques to stargazing. I hope you enjoy Side Jams. Please tune in regularly, and I'll have a lot of interesting guests in store for you.
4: Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking. Where next? You earn 10X miles on hotels and rental cars and 5X miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet?
2: Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.
0: Did you know Nissan EVs have traveled 8 billion miles? Just a quick trip to Pluto and back. And what did we learn along the way? Well, that an EV can take on the world, like the Nissan Leaf. It can move racing forward and take your breath away, like the all new Nissan Aria. We learned to make EVs that electrify. Eight billion miles driven by Leaf owners globally since 2010. Aria not yet available for purchase. Expected availability late fall, subject to
3: change. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football